Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. I do like how, um, you know, my, my co-host here has handicapped me. And, uh, and and knows when to just go yeah whatever because as, as we were as we were coming in from as we were coming in from break um, I you know we use a phrase in a lot of our promos that say if it's Bellarmine basketball it plays here and I just don't think that se- that sentence makes sense I mean the it in that sentence is the team yes so maybe it should even be plural of they but I'm not even talking about that it just sounds weird and this is as we're in the open and Marcos yeah you're right. Just like, I don't want to have this conversation two seconds before we go on the damn air. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes I, I, I tell you, you I go, speak wife. And, uh, it's the same, same principle. Same principle. Speak Diener. <laughs> yeah, speak Diener. Let's just move on. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's right, fine. Whatever. Whatever you want to do yep, with that you're promo. Right, idiot. We'll do it. <laughs> I'm not going to parse hairs Whatever, with man. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think I'm right. I think it's an odd sentence. I, it, it does feel a little we, odd. We've been saying it for over a decade. If it's if it's Bellarmine basketball, it plays here. Or if it's pick a team, it plays right. here. Uh, it's just odd. Yeah, you can listen here. If it's Bellarmine, Bellarmine basketball, basketball, it's on the air here. You can catch it here yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. If it's Bellarmine basketball, you'll hear it here. You know, if Bellarmine plays, you'll hear them here. When Bellarmine plays, you'll hear them on, on ESPN 680. I don't know. I know. I know that's a little insane to start the show, but you know, grammatical errors just a bother little. me and Bob more than most people. Just a little, yeah, uh, insane. But you know, we're we're used yeah. to that at this point. As we're, long as you don't say first annual, we're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> as long as long as that's you know, um, you know, then, then we're fine. So anyway, that's how you open a radio show over here at Louisville Furniture, uh, where we are right now. They've got the 12 months financing available. Uh, They've got their winter sale right now. Um, As you come over here, I have three, four pieces of furniture from Louisville Furniture in my house. Uh, And uh, if you are someone shopping, and guys, you know, it's funny talking uh, to to Lori last week. She's like, I I know when they've come in from the show. And we do it. We appreciate so much when people come in and announce with authority, like, where they're from and, and where they heard it. Because uh, people don't do that in other forms of uh, advertising because it's not as effective. <laughs> I mean, in other, definitely. Other, other forms of advertising, a lot of spillage. You get direct results with us. And, um, you know, but they, but she, so she, she 
she knows the look. She's like, you're you're from the you're SPL from the Diener show. Yeah, yeah. I know the yeah. I know she knows the look, and our people don't shop; they buy. You know, and that's good. They come in, and men have, who knew men have opinions on furniture, despite what the terrible out of town ad agencies think. You know, I mean, that's uh, it's, that's what uh, you know. People guys actually go, yeah, we're going to spend what on that? Yeah, I'm going to have an opinion on it. So yeah, guess what? It's pretty great uh, yeah. because I talk to people that you know live around town or whatever, and they're like, yeah, I just got a new, uh, I just got a new uh, couch. And I'm like, oh, yeah, where'd you go? They're like, well, with the Louisville furniture, of course. Yeah. Love you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, got yeah, it. That's right. You know, because it's, it's a little weird when people yeah. are telling me that they got something and I ask them where it's from and it's not from one of our advertisers <laughs> if they're available. Because I always look at them like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you, man? You got to go to our partners. Um, so, we're, yeah, we, anyway, we're over here. Um, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you. We've got... I don't know. We're sort of in between. Uh, you know, we got a game tomorrow, so there's no. I, mean, I, remember, I remember pre. I miss previewing games. I miss talking about man. This you know, you get this win. Maybe now we got a chance at a you know double buy in the in the conference tournament. We're not going to have. That. Uh, you know, we get a seed line move up in the NCAA. We're not going to have that. Uh, we're gonna. I, we're going to clinch the day of shame. I yeah. think if we lose, I think is maybe the right way to say that. But you could do a double tomorrow. You could go to Louisville Baseball at 3 o'clock where it's going oh, to be yeah. absolutely gorgeous Oh, is it? tomorrow. Okay, good, like yeah. 65 degrees. We'll be over there at the ballpark in the morning. Perfect. So yeah. you could go to Louisville Baseball. See if the Chris Mack lookalike is still working the ground. Yeah. The beefed up. The muscular. Terminator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the field Terminator. Yeah. Uh, see if he's yeah. still around. Yeah. Don't want to know his name. I no. just want. I don't want to know his name. I want to be name. a mythical figure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a Greek god. Uh, so, uh, And then you could go to the basketball game. You know, Louisville, Notre Dame. Uh, you can make a little bit of a day of it. Um, if, you can get out of the, if you can get out of the office a little early, you can get out there until 3 o'clock to see Louisville play Xavier. It's going to be great. Absolutely. So... Uh, that's what um, that's that's what you got on tap tomorrow. So uh, we're over here again, like I said, at Louisville Furniture. We'll talk with um, oh, we got a variety of people we're going to talk with. Uh, Lloyd Gardner will join us. Um, it's about seven forty-five. Then we've got sorry, we got trivia because we're over here at Louisville Furniture. Oh, that's right. So we, so we got that today. So um, we have all that. I was uh, you know I <laughs> I've determined that you know as, as we've discovered through uh, you know the past several months. I, if you bet on something, it's a great night in sports. It's an interesting night in sports. I got Patty's picks yesterday for the for the Daytona. Oh, you did? You know, so he, he gave me five guys. So I had him win in top three because that's the you know yeah. the best odds. So I and they're and they are. Did you, did you see it, any other no, race? Okay, I did not. okay. Well, you missed out on a spectacular <laughs> moment because like he's got five picks and I, they're all in like the top twelve and, and with about ten laps to go. And then there's just massive wreck that, like, wipes all but, like, one of them out. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, it was – they were going – and the announcers, the announcers are great. Like, if you – you know, you can actually – I like when you watch a sport and that they know they're getting an audience that doesn't normally listen and they explain a lot of What's it. happening. And, there's, and they were saying, and you could see it, like, you know, these cars are three wide. There hadn't been – there's too many of them in the race still to be three wide because there hadn't been enough knocked out. That, like, something big's going to happen. The big one's coming. And by God, the big one came. It, it, I mean, it just knocked everyone knocked out. Knocked everybody everyone out. Everyone out. I can't out. believe you were watching auto racing last night. I'm, hey, I'm stunned. I had – Logano got screwed the worst. He's right there. He had the best car all week. Everybody knew that. He was going to win. Everybody knew Logano was ready to go. Yeah. And then, so is this a precursor to the Daytona 500? Or that was, was the Daytona It was the Daytona 500. Thank you for watching. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't pay attention to auto racing at all. But I thought you might know the Daytona 500 was delayed Sunday. I always know. On a Sunday. I mean, you didn't like as much as you're on Twitter. You didn't pick that up anywhere. I didn't see it at all. 
didn't notice one thing. I, I, I think I think my Twitter is set to avoid auto racing and politics. I mean, is it on the ticker? I mean, you don't read the ticker? I Not mean, really. No. You don't no. read the ticker? I watched college basketball last night. I was watching uh, the, the, uh, the, the Houston and – Damn it. You know, your theory is right. The, all these damn games, they give you the 50% bump. I'm going to have to buy the hat. I keep losing by the hook on all these damn games. I know. I know. Where there's a 50% bonus, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. And I swear to you, I, it seems like they're all by the hook. I, I took Houston because every good team blows out every team at home. They blow them out. I know. But this Especially one was, last night, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Whoa. I mean, what was that? That's was, what we expect Virginia to look like every time they play. That's when you watch me, you think everybody should beat them like they suck. They you know, suck. They, they don't, don't score. offense. Yeah. I hate them. Tony Ben, I'm good-looking guy, got everything going for him. I hate their team. But you think that should happen every time. That's, you get them down and make them play, and you beat the crap out of them. Right. Very few have done it. T- but, tough to know. win on the road, right, Locke? Yeah, that's right. Right, <laughs> right Lachlan? If he, do, if, he, if he doesn't have that opinion this year, then he's just not watching. He's you know? just not watching yeah. at all because yeah. it's really tough to win on the road. And, and Iowa State, they held in there. They're but they never really could get control of the game. You know, it was always like four or five. But for them, like points. that's as good as a road team looks in in this era. You know, on, on the road. I mean, totally. Teams are getting they're losing by twenty and thirty points on. You know, good teams are losing uh, by that. Yeah. Except UConn, um, Virginia last night. What was the? What was it like? 28, 30 points, something it, like that. It, it was, was beautiful is what it was. It was freaking beautiful. <laughs> it was because beautiful. it's every, you want everything. Like, keep running up on them. Keep beat them by 34. Yeah, good. 34, good. Virginia. Can't stand, watching the, can't stand watching them, you know, combine for under 100 points in their games. You know, it's, it's uh, they're, they're awful to watch. I don't know how to project the tournament based on home and away. 75-41. This is after beating Wake Forest 49-47. Again, did not combine for 100. Yeah, and Virginia like the game went under struggled by 30 points. Free throws down the stretch, and they could have won that game yeah. by a lot more. Virginia could have against Wake Forest, but yeah, I mean, you beat a team by 34, who's definitely a tournament team, and Virginia Tech is definitely not a tournament team. They were looking like it, though. I mean, they well, won... They, like. they won eight. They had won eight in a row until... Uh, losing two out of three. But look now, since they lost that game, they got Carolina, they go at Boston College, and they got uh, at Duke. I mean, they're mm. – So Louisville's – we're hosting Notre Dame tomorrow night, so we're at home. What does that mean? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. They'll be about a pick or a two-point favorite if if the Ken Palm's right. Right. I Um, think we'll be favored, actually. I think it'll be the second time in the Kenny Payne era that we'll be favored. I don't know if that means we'll win. I I don't know know which team's going to show up. They won two in a row. They beat Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. I don't know. I don't think Virginia Tech's that good. And I, I say that. They just beat either. Virginia by 34. I don't either. You're right, right. And they may be <laughs> moving toward the bubble. But um, that yeah. bubble's going to be interesting this year. Yeah. If you really watch it, because like, there are so many losses. There's not even that many like four to five loss teams in college basketball. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's really just a lot of teams with like six to nine losses, and then there's a ton of them with ten yeah. or eleven. Yeah, I mean, you, you're right. Houston's got what three? Connecticut's got two, and Purdue's got three. And everybody else is is over five, and most of them after that over six. Yeah, it's it's really a mucked up middle. And I don't know how to. Sorry, I don't know Dayton's, how to handicap. Dayton's twenty-one and four. Sorry, Dayton. Yeah, Anthony Grant is he on your list? Is he on your list? He's not on my list. I, list? I saw what he did at Alabama. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. So he'll, he's safe there, Chase. Uh, where your girlfriend goes to school? Oh, at the okay. University of Dayton. He uh, Chase no, is very familiar. She's Akron. 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 Oh, yep. sorry. Yep. No, you're I get right. my Ohio Max school. Yeah, they're only like four hours apart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, Akron. Worldwide was the Dayton guy. You know, Dayton, went that's to Dayton. right. Yeah. Sorry. You look at the producer booth, you see Ohio, and you don't differentiate was, between Cleveland and Dayton, basically. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Akron, Dayton, Cleveland, yeah. Columbus, yeah. they're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and it's funny. Bob came in yesterday, and, it, you know, I love when Bob comes in and he's really thought about what he's going to say because he, he, he auditions it on everybody there sometimes till about twelve ten, and we're gonna go nick can you get your dad in the booth can somebody lasso yeah. bob in to do a show yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and he, he came in because he had he had just done the alabama game over the weekend um and was just raving about nato it's just oh, yeah. just he's like i don't care let's start let's start raising money right now this guy's perfect he's got you know the energy he's got the resume he's got the pizzazz he's got it all um and we're like yeah, and like a $10 million buyout. And he's like, don't care, got, got to raise them. It's always great when, you know, you're raising, you're telling someone else to go get $10 million. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think it was a 10, was it 10 or 8, whatever it was. It's 10. It's 10 right now. <laughs> Which is surprising because his salary, and I say only, is only like $4.5 million. Um, it doesn't I, seem like a lot of money. When you, when, you, when you put it in the terms of college football, it doesn't feel like a lot. Right. And when you put it in that context of that level of buyout, I almost go, who's his agent? You know, if you're going to get him a 10, if it's going to cost him 10 million to leave, how are you ever going to leverage another school? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's going to be a short list of places. And it may have been without, I mean, but clearly Alabama, you know, once, I'm just surprised the $10 million buyout that he's not more like at five and a half or six. I thought it was a bigger buyout. When we first started talking about Nate Oates, I was like, that's an impossible you're like buyout. You're like $20 million or something, man. Well, I think I, I, think I was thinking about his uh, salary. You know, it's like a $24 million mm-hmm. deal or something like that. But uh, I set next to Jeff Pernington, uh, who's Arkansas State AD of the Louisville-Arkansas State game, and he was the associate AD in charge of men's basketball at Alabama when they hired Nate Oates. And Pernington hired one one of NATO's assistants to take over at Arkansas State raved about NATO's for yeah. the entire game and it was awesome he's like you know I went up to we went up to Buffalo me and Byrne did and uh, he picks us up in a pickup truck we talk about it and it's like so down to earth and it's like a great guy and he couldn't have said more great things about yeah. NATO's and I think you've seen <clears throat> Alabama basketball uh, you know do things that Alabama basketball normally doesn't do and and still haven't been to a final four well, a piece of cloth got him. You know, that was a piece of cloth in the UCLA game. Pete, which game? What year was that? Okay, so look up the year uh, Mick Cronin w- w- made it through the play-in game, right there in the play-in game, and then they played the regional final against Alabama. And there was an out-of-bounds play that uh, that gave UCLA the ball that hit off the <laughs> Yeah, the, 2021, the they were a two-seed regional semi. And it went off overtime. The, it went off the pants of an Alabama player. Like, didn't touch the guy's skin. Didn't touch his body. Touched his his shorts. And that's the difference between Nate Oates being in the Final Four and Mick Cronin. So yeah, yeah, he has it. But it's it's very it's 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 a piece of fabric close to the Final Four. And then last year here in Louisville, he lost to San Diego State and was a scalper. This, you know, the scalper's nightmare got worse. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Miller, I mean, he had the best player in ba- college basketball last year, did not make it. Ran into a, bu- a buzzsaw in San Diego State, ended up making the Final Four. Obviously, everybody remembers San that. San Diego but. State and Creighton, what a scalper's Ooh. nightmare that was for a regional final here. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Man, that's real bad.
But really bad. You know, there's. I mean, Greg McDermott. You bring up Creighton. He's another really good coach. I don't think he would be a great coach here. I think. He would, yeah. I think he would win games. I just don't think he really fits what we do and what we want. Wait a minute. What we don't we just want to win games? Uh, yeah, but I think he would annoy us. I mean, if you think about it, dead last. Here's the things. They're number one in the country at not fouling. Creighton is. Okay. They're dead last in enforcing turnovers. Well, I mean, now we're really getting nitpicky. Twenty third in offense, fourteenth in defense. I mean, that's they just don't great. Turn, they just don't turn it over. Well, maybe we, we you know, so we have to win and force turnovers. It drove, can't just win. It drove our fans nuts when Chris Mack was here and he just sat back and there was no oh, ball pressure. I just remember, I remember hearing our fans complain that. Chris Mack is just he's just playing for the rebound. He's just playing for the rebound. Okay. And they were a I really mean, good defensive rebounding team. Yeah, I mean, however you get the – I mean, I think at this point, I think little fans got, are just ready to win. I mean, mm-hmm. forget style points. They want to win. I mean, So if than, we hired Chris Mack right now, they'd be happier? Well, no, he already wore out his welcome here. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a different deal. Um, although, what was the stat? I mean, I'll give him credit. Nick Coffey had the stat. If, if, yeah. if this staff won 68 consecutive games – They'd still have a worse win percentage than the previous staff. Yeah, you say that again. If they won sixty, they won every game basically for two years. <laughs> They'd still have a worse winning percentage than right. the previous staff, which would be a lot of fun if you could win sixty-eight. Yeah, in sure a row. would. Sure, <laughs> it would be a lot of fun. Sure, would. Uh, and nobody gets fired. But yeah, that's how bad it's been here under Kenny Payne. Is that sixty-eight wins in a row? It's still not better than Chris Mack. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I, I'm, I'm knocking down what you're saying, but I, I also think your sentiment is probably very common that, hey, we, because Chris Mack, I'm looking back at that year where, you know, the COVID year where the tournament got stopped, where they were 24 and 7, 15 and 5 in yeah. the league. They're number and nine. And we're staring down, yeah, nine. They're probably staring down a three seed in the NCAAs, and they were 294th in steal percentage. But they were thirtieth in overall defense because right. right. they out. You know, you if you're not going to turn them over, you you got to you know beat people on the boards. And they, you know, however you do it, is is probably the way to do it. I mean, like Patino right now, he's trying to put put a square peg into a round hole. He's he's pressing a lot of times. The teams are laughing at it. Yeah, they're just going ha, with these guys. Yeah. Give me a break. Like, you're not athletic like, enough. We'll yeah. go. We'll go up the court. And so you would have to be asking. The Louisville fans to change, I think, what they fundamentally want to do right. and what to be, and and if you can, if you think that you can get over that with Greg McDermott because he's a good coach, I mean, you yeah. know, you see the results, uh, then I think it's okay. But I think we were trying to do that with Mac, and we were number one in the country that year, and uh, you know, number nine in the Ken Palm, and looking, I think fans were okay with it because the results were there. But then when the results started going away. People, you could tell that they were irritated by some of the style problems that we had, and I, I just, I don't well, know I, that I we think, can. I think you get irritated with the style problems when the results go away, right? You know, it's, it's again, it's like actually eats or uh, you know peas right. with a spoon, you know, and you're like what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but you look at you look at Creighton. I mean, Sweet Sixteen, they're there. The second round, Elite Eight uh, last year, and seventeen and seven this year. He would be one of those who would fall into the category of a guy who would have to generate buzz by winning yeah. rather than generating buzz prior to winning. Right. The job is you have to win, whoever it is. But but what's Nate Oates' defense uh, numbers? Because I am a little curious about Nate Oates. Because you, you know, Bob, I think I think Bob's right. He plays a really exciting of brand of offense. But I think the defense, if my memory serves me correctly. They're number one offense, 73 defense. Yeah. The defense kind of leaves a little to be desired there. But at Buffalo, I think I remember him being a much 
difficult, a uh, much more difficult defensive team at that level. Uh, but yeah, well, last year they were third in defense. They were third, twentieth in offense. Third so in defense. They were also goes up thirty-one and six. You know, a yeah, year, they were awesome. a, year, a year ago. They had Brandon Miller. So yeah. they're not always going to have Brandon Miller. So yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I think sometimes you look at these coaches over, you know, because different years. Because so there were some years where Rick Pitino's teams couldn't score two, 2012, but like they still made the Final Four. They no, were but still their amazing. defensive numbers were like legendary. Yeah, legendary defense. <laughs> I mean, they were so. <laughs> it's you can't believe it. Their their adjusted defense is point eight five. Yeah, it's unreal. Like, I, has anybody been that good since? Uh, well, they changed the rules right after that too. Okay, you know, in terms of physicality. So if anybody's done it since, like this year, epic point eight seven is Houston. They're they're the, yep. they're the best, and because you yeah. could really body teams and you know get your arm bar in there with the hands, and you know they changed the rules a little bit. <laughs> There's only been like two other teams in the last ten years really? that have been in that area code. Yeah, yeah. I mean, legendary defense. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. Is, do you think it matters more, you know, with this the next hire, is style of play or star power? Because I just don't think there's much star power. Oates would have star power. I mean, he he would to me he would command that. Yeah. Um. I just I'm just not convinced there's there's star power out there. I think you're going to have to get a a guy who is going is the next star. I mean, not that you have to take some up and cover, but a guy that. It maybe hasn't been to a Final Four yet, but it's been close. I mean, again, Oates hasn't been to a Final Four. It's not like, oh, we got to get somebody a Final He's Four experience. Close. Well, there's not many of those running right. around. Beard. Is Beard the only one? Oh, well, I mean, you've, you've, I mean, unless you want to go Florida Atlantic, you want to go That's you know, true. Um, San Diego State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a couple guys out there that have been there, I suppose. Uh, you get Larenaga. You want to hire Larenaga? No. Yeah. <laughs> Despicable me. No, he can stay down there. Sorry, Luke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Despicable me. Grew whatever his name could stay. Can stay. There down are there. some, I suppose, but yeah, I think that you know, if you've been to some regional finals and you're mm-hmm. and you're a young coach, and you, and you have a style and you can kind of see it coming, he's recruited at a high level. That's that's an and, interesting and person. already starting to make coaches money. Tommy Lloyd, new deal yesterday. So that's Ohio State and Ohio State open. Louisville going to be open. You think that was us or them just knowing? I, hey, in the market, this well, guy's going to be hot. I think it's two things. I think everybody knows Louisville's going to be open, and they know Ohio State is open. Right. You know, and so they go, all right, well, better lock him up. That's why I'm, this whole notion of you know, oh, you have to yeah, fire him now because then everybody knows the job is open. Everybody knows the job. Is open. Yeah, yeah. You know, and in fact, that now maybe opens the window to more people redoing their deal, a la Bruce Pearl, a la Tommy Lloyd. So, Although, I mean, the Big 12 next year is going to be absolutely loaded. When you add Arizona into there with Tommy Lloyd, in addition to what they all – Arizona is going to be in the Pac-12. In the Big 12, yeah. Oh, the Big 12. Okay, I thought you said Pac-12. Okay, In yeah. the Big 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that pa- that Big 12 yep. is going to be outrageously good, and it's already really good. So, you know, in terms of basketball, so, uh, you know – Shopping from that Big 12 group of coaches is not a bad plan. Well, what did you think? Uh, do we have to now um, TJ Oldsenberger? He lost last night. You got to cross him off the list. I don't think you. I don't think you cross him off the list. I don't think he's at the top of my list, but I'm impressed by him. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I am continually impressed by the way his team plays and just who they are. Uh, you know, Ames, Iowa. How tough right. of a place is it to win at Ames, Iowa, to yeah. be number six in the country. And uh, to lose at home, you know, at, on the road at Houston by uh, eight, who I think is the number one defense in the country this yes, year. Yes, they are. Yeah. And so, you know, so they, they that's a that's not a bad loss for TJ Olterberger. We'll see how this goes for him in Kansas City, but Houston's now taking it um, sole possession of first place in the Big Twelve. 
And they've got a huge, huge following. We've seen that here a couple of times, and I've seen it at the Big 12 tournament the one year I, I went. So, you know, I'm, they're going to do everything they can to hang on hang to on. him. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, but yeah, well, it's he's, he's got to be on the list. I, I just don't know. I just, you know, I keep hearing people go, oh, we got to get a person who's done X, Y, Z. It's like, no, I think you got to get a person who's going to do X, X, Y, Z. And I'm not talking about taking somebody, like, from, you know, the Mac, you know, and, and right. going, but, but – I don't know. Now, Oates would would fit the, the bill, but that is a ten million for him, six million for Kenny before you even pay a dollar. Yeah, before you even do a salary or a coach's pool, assistant salary pool, elevate mm-hmm. his pay. So you're in. So if you do Nate Oates, uh, it's sixteen million dollars before you get started. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. but I think when you look at like the numbers that are coming out of the KFC Yum Center and what you're probably looking at in terms of season ticket renewals. It's probably uh, a pretty significant hole. You know, I, I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious to see how much money Louisville basketball has left on the table. Well, you, you released some numbers last night that, I mean, <clears throat> I think you've had them, some of them before, some of them new, but. but um, I've had most of these numbers going back since last spring, uh, if you date it back. And these, this is the scanned ticket number for regular season games, not exhibitions or red-white scrimmages or anything like that, uh, going back to the to the championship season. So uh, it's kind of interesting to see uh, because the scan ticket number is the exact number of who's going to the game. Yeah. And I think that when you look at our, our scan ticket number this year at 6,342, you understand that they've probably sold – Eleven to 12,000 tickets per game. Right. Whatever's announced is generally the number distributed. Right. right. And so the number distributed is typically the number sold. There's yeah. some comps in there, stuff like that, but not not that many to really be concerned with. But it's it's a it's about a third. So, yeah, I mean, just, just just looking back at it, the peak of it was 2013, an average of 17,000 scanned a game. Yeah. I mean, and, and I don't know that we're ever getting back to that. I think the world has changed, but I just don't think people want to buy the 17,000th attend the 17,000th best ticket in the arena. Game in, game out. Yeah. They'll go to the Kentucky game, the Duke yeah. game, the Carolina games. Sure. And now that's why you have an arena of 22,500 people. But, you know, even – but it, and if you're on a title run and you're a really good team, yeah. then you're probably going to have that demand there. But for the most part, you're looking at, I think – you know, where, where they were in, in Patino's last year, right at 15,000 so, fans. So you take out the championship year. I mean, you know, it's, let's just say up. But, but you, if you go from 14 to, you know, 17. 2018 or 17, you're, you're about 15,000 fans scanned again. Scanned in. <clears throat> and that's a significant number. That, I mean, maybe you can get back to 14. Maybe, but, and, and whereas compared to now, it's at, was it six? Would you say this we're year? 6,300 6, and, and last year was 6,800. Right. And, and you know, that, I'm, I'm surprised. You know what? The biggest surprise to me is that the number hasn't fallen further this year from last year. Yeah, I would, I would have actually thought, if you told me last year was 68, I'd have, I'd have said at least 1,000 lower. Part you know. of the reason why that is true <laughs> is if you go back, you know, you got to go through the numbers here. We had the Kentucky game on the schedule, and 14,000 people went to that game. This year. This year. Yeah. And they also had 8,100 8, people go to the Duke game. Well, I mean, you're going to have a Duke almost every year. But you're right. The Kentucky game is the one you don't get right. every year. And so, yeah, I'm sure that's – so So it's probably – if you if you tossed out the Kentucky game, it probably is lower than Right. Last and year. last year they had two games that were pretty impactful. The Clemson game where they where yeah. they honored 2013 and then the, the Carolina game where they went over 10,000. Well, you're, you're always going to point to a big big night for some reason. I mean, there's right. always a reason to – it's an anniversary of something or other. Or, or you're, you're doing something, but it is 
but yeah, I mean, you're talking about a difference of 10,000 actual butts and seats, not tickets sold, butts and seats. So right. that's parking down, you know, that's, you know, concessions, that's, you know, bars and restaurants. Right, right. That's Although you don't licenses. get the money from bars and restaurants, no, but, 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 but you I mean, get in the arena. The, yeah. Are our, our, our suites all sold? You know, yeah. Like, I mean, I I look around and I count the suites, and every single one of those is a significant amount of money that's not on the books for you. And so that's probably the next project now is to you know do it from a dollars and cents perspective. Yeah, and I don't know what the you know that's going to be tougher because you're going to figure out what percentage of concessions and and you know parking or any of that goes to. So U of L does an audit report where. Mm-hmm. Every year at the end of the year. Now, we won't know for this year until July, but they do an audit report where they say they attribute line items to different sports, mm-hmm. ba- football, basketball. One of the things that's hard to calculate, though, is the, the media rights number continues to escalate through the ACC, and they attribute part of that to basketball. And so it's hard to kind of figure out how much of that's media rights versus ticket revenue or suite revenue or donations, concessions, things like that, because the media rights is covering up right. for some of what they're losing on. So I've dug into that initially, but I'm, I'm and tournament early, early units stage. and all that. I mean, there's, there's no tournament units coming in now. It's like a four-year cycle, right? Is it it's 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 the most years? complicated thing to try to calculate. Six or seven, but maybe well, you even might then, be right? I mean, even then, what's the last tournament? Twenty nineteen, <coughs> which was twenty nineteen. Yeah, when they appeared Minnesota. in yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, which is a one game first round. I yeah. mean, I don't know how right. much that unit's actually worth, and you know, we're. I mean, it's not a lot of money. It's trickling in if it's right. coming in at right. all. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, so when you look at sixty three hundred forty two people. That that's only eighty eight thousand seven hundred ninety people scanned in this year. Yeah, I don't. It's it's hard to get down deep in the number, but, but you're talking the difference of nearly three hundred thousand scanned people in versus right now you're at eighty eight. What are you going to end up? Maybe at how many home games they got left? They have two or three. So you're so going to be like it, it, it's a third. I right mean, you're talking 100, about two hundred thousand people roughly mm-hmm. less at games. And now, again, you may not get all 200,000 back, but maybe 180,000, a, a good amount of people that, you know, I don't, you know, translates to, you know, a lot of dollars. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think that, you know, there's a hunger for basketball. I yeah. hear it on our call-in shows. I see it on my website, the comments, you know, Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I see the hunger. You yeah. know, I think we see it on the Internet. But they're not going to go down there and watch their team get their heads beat in. They they want to see a good product yeah. on the floor, and uh, you know I I really wanted to see this just from a, a a visual perspective of how people have just stopped going to the games. And and I did do at the bottom of it the key dates, you yeah. know, like all the dates that affected this and through the scandals, yeah. and that actually took me. A little bit of time. Yeah, uh, it's good work, but it's a lot of numbers. One, you got to read, and it's, yeah. it's tough to go over on the air rather than simplifying it to distill totally. it down. It's about a third of as many people are going to games as when times were good. Uh, Texter says, "Go after Hurley, and don't give me that he's a at UConn. We're freaking University of Basketball." Do you understand how many national championships UConn's won? I think people just don't remember. <laughs> They've got more titles than Louisville does. They do. And, like, and they're all recent. Him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, he'd come here. Why? No. What, what would, I mean, he's, he's at a school that's got more titles. He's winning. He's from up there. That's, that's his. You know. And he's got it rolling. Like, yeah. he, it's, not like he's not, it's not like he's not paid. It's not like he doesn't have it rolling. It's not like they don't have a good future. 
he's at the place where he needs to. And Tommy Lloyd probably was too yeah, at Arizona. I mean, he, he just signed a six-year, $32 million um, agreement. This was when roughly uh, date on this? Last June. Okay. So he just signed a – so I don't know what the buyout is the other way, but um, – I mean, Kelvin Sampson – I, I think we'd all take him, but I just don't know how he's a little long yeah. in the tooth, a little older. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, do you want to take Matt Painter? No, because they choke in a tournament. I mean, they just do. Texas says TJ Olsenberger um, must have some serious consideration. He went from two and twenty-two, and to now top ten in the country. I went two and twenty-two, and they had a winning record the next year. Right? Yeah. No, he's a good coach. Yeah. I like. I like him. Texas says, I don't care if it's Tony Bennett competing at the top of the ACC should be good enough. I agree with Dean. It doesn't matter how we win, but I wouldn't take Tony Bennett. Uh, Texas says, I would hate McDermott. Uh, Texas says, I just want the I just want the coach that Kentucky fans will be unhappy we got. Amen. All right. Amen. Then you want to then you want to hire Chris Beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's who you want to hire then. I'm yeah. just I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. Uh, Texas says, go get Will Wade from McNeese. I don't know why does Will Wade from McNeese not inspire me at all. I know he's winning. I know he he does have show calls. I think I, maybe I would assume he does have a show cause. He, he does. does. Okay. Rummage, okay. rummage filled man. Yeah. Okay. So that would that would be. Texas, maybe I missed it, but I'm not sure why Nate Oates didn't talk about. It. That's how we opened the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. talking about Bob coming back from the Alabama game. Yeah, Oates would absolutely be there. But you're talking about ten million dollar buy for him, six whatever it is for Kenny. Yeah. She had sixteen million before you. You're paying him right. more than he's making now, so you're probably five and a half. I haven't nailed down Chris Beard's buyout, but I've been told it's between six and eight million dollars. So I'm going to assume eight. Uh, wow. So then you're at fourteen with for him. Yeah. You know, so fourteen, sixteen. Uh, I don't know what T.J. Ulterberger's buyout, but I, I think that if you're Josh Hurd, I'm not saying money doesn't matter. But I am saying that if you get the right guy and it's within the it's it's within the range, I don't know that you're if, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, if you think you have I the right know. fit, if you think you have the right guy, you probably have to move forward, even if it even if it does hurt a little bit in the pocketbook. Well, it's more than it hurts in the pocket. I mean, I just don't know that they have eight, sixteen, eighteen I million. They, I think they do. What makes you say that? Just have that feeling from how some of the planning has been going. I think that's there's a reason why they didn't spend a half a million dollars on Louisville Live. I think there's a reason why, you know, they, there, some of the things where fans are like, "Why aren't we doing?" Well, there's a reason, yeah. you know. And and so I I feel like they've been gearing up for this for a while. Well, I don't know. We'll um, it's one thing that will be discussed. All right, we'll continue along. We are here at Louisville Furniture. Uh, over here on uh, North English Station Road, uh, which is right between Double Dogs and Blind Squirrel. This is where, you know, I have plenty of furniture from my house. This is where you can come and take advantage of the winter sale right now with the uh, the prices being, um, you know, it says the sound of the wall says the temperature is low and so are the prices. Well, temperature going to be good today and tomorrow, but um, yeah. it's uh, the price is definitely, I mean, I'm looking right now, couch next to me, $1,800 normally, uh, $799. Uh, one behind me here, $2,000 normally, $1,199. Uh, so they've got great sales. Sales right now uh, over here at Louisville Furniture. It's online. It's LouisvilleFurnitureKY.com. All right, I'll get back to the text line if you want to hop in on that. Uh, we're all along. It's the Diener Show, 93 in the Ville, ESPN 680. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. We're in this together. 
With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. Hey, we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680. Louisville Furniture is where we are over here uh, between uh, on North English Station Road, between Double Dogs and Blind Squirrel. Uh, we're, um, we're, you know, I've got plenty of pieces of furniture from my home in here. Uh, you, you know, plenty of our listeners have taken advantage of it as well. they got the winter sale going on right now. Again, looking at uh, you know love seats over there, thirteen ninety nine. Normally six ninety nine. Um, I should say it's a it's not a love seat. That's the uh, what, what is it? it's a, it's a lazy like a uh, so like a, a recliner. Recliner, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that kind of thing. so it's uh, huge sales uh, on, on everything over here uh, in Louisville Furniture. Reminder: we got the Jeff Wall show tonight, so tune in to ninety three nine The Ville for that. That'll be live from Parlor in J Town uh, at seven o'clock uh, tonight. So um, we're, we'll get Lloyd here in just a minute. We did have a call away to the break, so let's go to Jimmy up next. Jimmy, welcome in. I the Ville ESPN 680. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Just to uh, kind of comment on what you've been talking about in regards to, um, you know, who the guy is and all the qualities, you know, we hope for and whatnot. Um, and you may have said it. I, I may, maybe I missed it. But um, probably uh, the number one thing I'm looking for, and I think just the way college athletics have changed, uh, it's got to be a guy that fully understands and embraces this transfer portal. I mean, that oh, yeah. might be question one if I'm Josh Hurd. Uh, you know, you compare him to just Jeff Braun, for example. I know that's football versus basketball, but if, you know, if this guy doesn't take that, you know, as uh, his number one priority, you know, we can go ahead and stop the interview there. Uh, you know, might as well just move on to the next candidate. I mean, it's literally that important. Um, and I mean, that's part of the reason we're in the situation we're in now. You know, the guy now, he's, He's totally clueless in a lot of areas, but that'd probably be example one. You know, someone that has to just totally embrace that and understand roster management, um, you know, it goes without saying anymore. And then secondly, you know, just a guy that, you know, totally understands uh, the desperation that's here, you know, to win, you know, how long it's been since we've won at a high level. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to mention that. And also uh, understand the, you know, the total advantage he's got, whoever it is, if and when he uh, when he decides to come here, you know, there's there's a good five or ten coaches. They're all in the same boat, if you will, as far as kind of, you know, just knocking on the door of being that next star or whatever. But they're all very similar. You know, they got one Final Four or no Final Fours, but they've been close, multiple Sweet Sixteens, whatever. Um, you know, whoever comes here, he you know he he potentially goes to the front of the line as far as. Uh, you know, he's ready to become that household name again just because of what it means here. And, you know, somebody... So, that so that, that. that's a that's a profile. Who fits that profile for you? Honestly, I, you know, it's... Uh, I guess that's why I'm not getting, you know, a, couple, a million <laughs> a year to make that decision. It's, yeah. it's tough, man. I, I think it's, you know, 
definitely Oates, Musselman, Shaka Smart, you know, they're all kind of right there. I, you know, it's, I don't think there's any clear, clear answer. Um, but, you know, that, those transfer portal questions, a guy that embraces that. And honestly, it, it's just got to be a guy who, who really uh, is not afraid of the spotlight. You know, there's a fine line between being annoying when, you know, being over the top of the things that, you know, they might say in the media. But at the end of the day, if you're winning, you know, people are going to react and, and accept that kind of, you know, nonsense, if you will. You know, I'm referring to some of the things we've had here with. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate the call. We would let you go on, but we have an issue. You can't even hear it, Jimmy, with our phone. Uh, we've got a new phone line that's that's it's it's that's unlistenable. I'm I'm sorry there uh, about that. And and I don't disagree. I mean, his point was well made. I mean, I, I think all of that is true. And I do think you have some. I, I like what somebody in college basketball told me a few weeks ago that you need somebody who is going to work out of so much fear of failure that that their career would be ruined if they lost. Yeah. You know, you know that that. That would not fit. I, I want to call him Bryce Drew every time. What's it's Scott, it's Drew. Scott Drew? I don't know why I always. I mean, I never. I'm like Homer Drew. Bryce, Bryce Drew hit the shot. Scott right? Drew. Yeah. Bryce Drew hit the I, shot. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's it. <laughs> um, and, and so um, it's um, it's uh, th- th- that fear of failure. Where you, where you, if you lose here, your career is your career arc is screwed. Right. You need somebody who is is neat, has that level of hunger. I do think that that is required because I think this may be as tough of a time to take over the job as you can. But I also agree about the transfer portal, the way Jeff Brom is like, hey, you know, he doesn't complain about, oh, well, it's so tough, Bryce Tamper. And he's like, all right, look, this is this is the world. Either do you want the $6 million or $7 million or whatever it is? Okay, then this is the game you're playing. If you don't want to play that game, nobody's making you do this. That's right. And I, think, I think Jimmy hit on something, too, that – you know, the desperation that the coach has has to match the desperation of our fan base. And I think that's one of the big disconnects that Kenny Payne had taking over this job with some of the lack of urgency that we've talked about didn't match the urgency that our fans had. And so there was a big disconnect there between, you know, okay, let's get this rolling now. Who are we going to get on campus? And it was like, uh, yeah. Fabio Basili? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what? You know, who's it? Like UT Arlington or something like that now? And uh, anyway, it's, it was, you know, it was a disconnect. And I think that you're right. You got to have somebody that's desperate, understands the transfer portal, and, and also matches our desperation. And, and there are people that are successful that are desperate to win. Rick Patino is desperate to win, and he's super successful. Although this year, not as much. And boy, what a national story he was just. I was watching Sports Center last night, and they were, you know, and Seth Greenberg's on there, like, you know, kind of kind of ripping on him for those comments and Hannah Storm. And it's, and it's like, okay, yeah, but y'all are talking about him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, and mean, you know, the, you know, his players are probably, uh, they're going to come out with their hair on fire in their next game. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a wild, I don't know when they play next, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock in. I'm going to lock in and watch that one. Yeah. I, but they have lost like four in a row or something. Right? Right? It's life in the Big East. You know, it's like the Big well, East is a tough league. Yeah, but he's, you're expecting him to rise above that, to, to not lose to Providence, to not lose right. to – Oh, they have Georgetown Wednesday. They're yeah, they're going to smash Georgetown. Yeah. Crunch Zone East Coast photographer will be at that game. Georgetown St. John's. Crunch Zone East Coast photographer? Yeah, Daniel Rankin. Yeah, he's, uh, he? he lives in D.C. Okay. So he uh, he goes to D.C., New York, whenever yeah. we have anything out that way. He'll be in D.C. for the ACC tournament for the Crunch yeah. Zone. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure but you don't have Lloyd on line one, right? We don't. I, okay. That was my bad. No, no, it's okay. I just, just making sure. Just making sure. Uh, so Lloyd Gardner with us here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 1057. Lloyd, welcome in. Good morning. 
Well, good morning to you guys, and I was listening. I always listen to you on the way to school, and you said we're always looking for a double buy. Well, unfortunately, there's going to be a bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, is. there'll be two buys, yes. <laughs> Different kind of double, double buy. Bye-bye buy. buy, buy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I uh, had that one up the holster. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I th- go ahead. Go ahead. You talk about Nate Oates. I do know that Nate Oates knows his way to the King of the Bluegrass. Oh, really? He, so- was here, he was here for two nights when he he recruited and signed Davion Clowney, who after his freshman year was a first-round draft choice. So I do know that Nate Oates knows how to get to Fairdale. My other thing I'm going to get on today is I suggest the NBA All-Star Game. They set up Oof. five bowling pins at each end and just let them shoot layups and dunks. I mean, it was absurd. Uh, I don't know what they do. One minute of that game. I watched it all because I had player props. Um, Otherwise, there's no reason to watch it because it's it's one thing to say, well, they're not playing defense in an all-star game. It's another thing for that crap on on Sunday night because it was just underhand passes, you know, up the court. It was a joke. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's... Do you think that Bird and Magic and Dr. J and Kareem and Shaq and Barkley, do you think they would let that happen? No, of course not. And that, but now, and I will say, like those games were, were, you know, they weren't playing that much that much defense in the first three quarters. But they'd play. It looked similar to a basketball game, and they would and they would try to lock up the final minutes of the game. And it made it, it was a better product. Well, you have to guard people and make some effort to make a game out of it. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I was a trainer for two All-Star games, and the winner got uh, $300 or 500 and the losers got three. And they played their butts off to win the game for, for an extra $200. But Well, they're not going to do that now. I mean, I, I get no, that. You know, but but the but I don't know what you do. Maybe, maybe it's because these guys are worth so much money or that – you know, I think you go international know. versus a, a, a versus American. It won't. That won't change it, though. You don't think so? If that, you got to watch it, man. It was so have, bad. I watched some of it last uh, night. I watched five if minutes. That's the, that's the reason they don't play hard. Then quit having it because it's a disgrace for young kids to even watch a game like that. Forget young kids. Your your audience, your customer. I mean, Adam what Silver. Oh, uh, uh, Adam Silver understands that as well as anybody. He's because you can tell him. He's like, here's your trophy. Congratulations, you broke the record. So I haven't watched a Major League Baseball All-Star game in a long time, but I always watch the Home Run Derby. Like, and you know, and I think that, you know, I think what you do is maybe you don't have to really embrace the game, but embrace that three-point shot, embrace the dunk competition, the skills thing, and make well, that, that. That's been a good thing. I mean, make I th- that the thing. Well, but you still have to have both not, two days of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the thing about baseball. It lends itself to looking a lot more like the regular season. You know, you, you, the, the game definitely – now you're not going to have, like, a collision at home plate, but you're – it looks like the game you watch the rest of the year the most. And, I mean, I don't know. It's – I don't know what the solution is. I don't, I don't think you're going to do it with money. I, this is why, you know, Adam Silver he, – he under he clearly understands the problem. He talked about it before the game. And it's it's. I wonder if because he talked about it so much before the game, if the players wanted to make it even that much more of a farce. Maybe so. I don't know, but it was disgraceful, pitiful. On another front, I'm going to give you a couple of names. First of all, you need to be watching out for the Webb Du Bois School here in Louisville. It's a it's a 
It's actually a private school with public funds. The young men wear coats and ties to school. And the Jefferson County just voted to build a million, 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 million dollar school for them. And they do not even have a district or region. They're 17 and 10 in varsity play. They played almost all the six region schools. They don't even have a district or region assigned to them yet. And they have two freshmen that are unbelievable. Now, they beat Fairdale Friday night, and there's a young man by the name of Ferlandis Wright. You better write it down. Okay. Ferlandis Wright. His dad played for me six, six and a half. He had 27 against Fairdale, nine rebounds, and four of six three-pointers. The other kid's a freshman, Jay Ray Brown, and then a sophomore, Brendan Heath. They are going to be reckoned with in Jefferson County in the future, and they already are. Where I mean, when do they get to figure out what region they might be able to go in? How does that work? Well, the state's going to have to put them in a region because they have a senior class next year, but... uh, I'll tell you right now, they're capable of winning anybody's district in Jefferson County right now. And uh, this for Landis Wright, he's six six and a half and just an unbelievable talent. So what? Uh, just, so is their season just over when the when the regular season ends, or how does that yep, work? They won't be they won't be in district play. They play two more games. They play Manual tonight, and then they play Bardstown. I think the uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night, but uh, or Thursday, but it's. Uh, it's lights out for this school. It's 17 and 10 with an all-varsity schedule. Uh, they're going to be unbelievable and very, very well coached. Uh, their coach, James Alexander, has done a great job with these kids, but I'll tell you what, they impressed me. Well, uh, so so they, is this their so this their first year playing, second year? I mean, I've, I've heard of it. I don't, you know. First year playing varsity. They have mm-hmm. two juniors on the team, and they wouldn't let them play a varsity schedule at all. Well, they just scheduled the games. Mm-hmm. And people are playing them. I mean, it's uh, it's something they went out and did without a without being assigned a, a spot. I don't know if they'll be in the sixth, the seventh, uh, or what. But wherever it is, they're going to cause some people some havoc in the next few years. You know, it's funny. I'm talking with Lloyd Gardner, and I think the Billy ESPN 680 on Friday. Kenny Payne sort of said something that lit the fan base ablaze again, uh, making them mad. Uh, but it was something that you, you've talked about a lot, and it's the fact that you know kids come out of AAU that don't know how to play defense. But I think I think the fans' reaction was, well, yeah, but that's where everybody gets their players, so that's your job to teach them defense. Does anybody come out of high school ready-made defensively, or do the coaches? You know, you know. It was just interesting that he said what what you've always said, but I I, I think the fans are saying what my retort often is. But okay, everybody has this problem if you're getting good players. Well, I think that we're talking more about the five star athletes that that are on the circuit that just worry about scoring and making a name for themselves. And we all know that some of them can't play, even though they're listed five stars. And now they're getting players out of the portal. That's where most of them are going to have to learn to play defense is through the portal. Of course, we got several of those, but it's just not an emphasis in the young age. It's more an emphasis in high school. And then when coaches play a zone and they go to a college where they play a man-to-man, it's a huge adjustment and vice versa. So, uh, you know, I was a man-to-man coach all the way. And the reason I was a man-to-man coach all the way was I didn't know how to coach a zone well enough to coach it. And if I couldn't coach it well enough, I wouldn't. I played one sure. play against Clay County in the first round of the state tournament in 94. 
We scored. We played at one play, scored a three-pointer, and we got out of real quick. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I've never heard anybody, any coach say we got this guy. He's not that good at offense, but boy, you should watch him guard people. I just I've never heard a coach say that about a signee of any significance. It always seems to me it's the coach's job to teach defense. Well, Drew, let me say this: you would not believe how many AAU coaches are now coaching in high school. And that also makes a difference. It's not the old, old uh, Billy Hicks, Stanley Harden, Lloyd uh, mm-hmm. Gardner, uh, Chris Renner type people that are coaching these kids these days. Uh, they're the AAU coaches that bring them on their team, and then they emphasize offense. And well, everybody—that's my point. Everybody does. Every if you've got a really good high school player, I mean, you don't almost, sometimes don't even want him playing. You don't want to wear himself out, you know, on on defense because he may be your, you know, the only way you're going to stay in the game scoring wise. Well, I think our best player, Faraday, is our best defensive player, and uh, he by far, I mean, he he's a vicious defensive player. But uh, you have to play both ends of the floor if you're going to make a big time in college, and I think they're proving that at Houston and these teams that have great defenses. Uh, particularly man-to-man defenses, are, are going to be a problem. Well, I mean, that's where I give, you know, um, Kelvin Sampson credit. To me, he's coached up defense. I think that just seems that way Seems that way to me. That it's, I just put it more on the coach than the player coming out of high school. It's like you're blaming the high school coach because they can't play defense for you. Like, no, that's, that's, your, that's your issue. You know, well, I'm not blaming the high school coach as much as I am the AAU circuit where they don't worry about scoring. And then you have a seven-footer, you – how many seven footers play against a, even a six ten, six eleven guy? Most of them don't even play one game against those guys during the season, mm-hmm. unless they're in a prep school. Now that's a little different, but it's uh, defense is not an emphasis right now. It's all uh, right. offense, and you see it in the NBA right now. Well, that that the other night was just an absolute disgrace. So, <laughs> all right, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon, Lloyd. Appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. All right, thanks, Lloyd Gardner, the ninth round of the ESPN 680. I mean, I think that's really was part of it on on Friday, where it's like, okay, so they 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 don't know how to play defense. Yeah. Okay. What do you when are you going to show when them? Are you going <laughs> to teach them how to do all that? Yeah. That's, and I can't. I'm just remember. It never goes zero to Patino, but like he talked about the defensive footwork and how they need to yeah, he, you know, trim their body fat. No, and I mean, yeah, and he like none of these guys come come out of high school ready to play defense because their their coach frankly doesn't want them wearing themselves out. I mean, right. if he said it once, he said it a hundred times that you know none of them come out of high school knowing how to play defense. Right. Yeah. You know? But it's his job to teach them. By yeah. the time he was done with them, they were a defensive dynamo team, and that's what the that's what the money's for. Yeah. You know, that's why you're paid. And, and you know, I hear a lot of people, be, you know, say, hey, uh, you know, Kenny Payne's a good man. He's doing a lot of good things. He's trying to change people's lives. And I'm like, go into the clergy, you know? <laughs> like, there's a lot of different <laughs> ways that you can do to, to help kids' lives that you don't make three and a half, four million dollars to do, Yeah, you know, that, that don't make <laughs> our entire community miserable watching you play basketball. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, we'll continue along. We're here at Louisville Furniture. Um, uh, they said something on the College Football Inquirer that I, I want to play a cut of because it goes in line with what uh, our caller uh, mm. had to say about embracing the transfer portal and not complaining about it. So that I think Jeff Brom 
embraces. And I, I thought I thought it was a really good comment and worth discussing. So we'll uh, we'll do that uh, on the other side here. Also, CL Brown's written an interesting column um, about Donovan Mitchell and how he potentially could or should be honored here. I want to get some thoughts on that uh, as we are over here at Louisville Furniture, uh, hanging out with you uh, here this morning. If uh, now they don't sell saunas here. I, no. I have to reemphasize that. No, no. They do, though, over at Fitness Market. Somebody came in here looking for a sauna <laughs> and was mad at Dan. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't be mad no, at no, Dan. No, no, no. No, no, They don't sell saunas here. That's ball. Fitness Market, where they started seventeen ninety nine. So many benefits uh, of uh, having that sauna in your home. And uh, in, in addition to that, having the ability to get a workout inside your home, uh, to have that you know, treadmill, elliptical, rower, uh, whatever it is, weights. Uh, you know, I mean, I've just got a small little uh, former bedroom that, that now has the flooring, dumbbells, tre- treadmill, uh, adjustable bench, and uh, and it's as good. You know, I can get a great full workout in there without having to ever leave the house. So um, it's uh, it's great to have that ability to do that. It's Fitness Market, two locations: Westport Road, just inside the Snyder, and Plantside Drive and Waterson Trail, and online at thefitnessmarket.com. Hour number two, straight ahead.